everybody. Welcome to another episode of Laguna Biatch the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you had an awesome week. So this week I got a lot of really awesome questions and if you don't hear yours answered today, wait till next week. Like I don't even need to ask because there's so much goodness to talk about and I really appreciate you guys even asking me stuff. As I've said before, I'm still like I can't believe people listen to the podcast. can't believe people want me to talk about certain things, but let's get right into it. And I'm serious this time, guys. I'm not going to get sidetracked, okay? So this episode is the fifth episode of the season, season one of The Hills, and it's called Jason's Birthday. And this whole episode is pure comedy. Let me make that clear right now. Like, the whole episode is just Lauren stressed out because she actually has to work on her boyfriend's birthday. Yeah, that's what happens in the real world. And guess what? You also have to work on your own birthday sometimes. I mean, you can take PTO, but a lot of people work on their actual birthdays, Lauren let alone their boyfriend's birthday. So during the recap, Lauren says that Heidi needs to get over being mad at Jason because he and Jordan are friends. And now I'm starting to see like the true double standard. I mean, I do think there was a difference with like Spencer and how he acted. But then again, Jason straight up cheated on Lauren and Heidi was still like, I'll be cool to him. I'll be fine. And I don't know if I don't know if Lauren ever gave Spencer like a real chance and that's actually something I don't remember. So that's what next season I believe he comes in. So I'm really interested kind of to watch with like a fresh eye. I mean everybody knows I'm not a huge Spencer fan but I promise I will watch season two with an open mind as I've done with season one I think. (laughs) I'm trying guys. I'm trying really hard because we all know like what's fake what's real and how things turned out and how things still are 14 years later. So the whole open mind thing's really hard, but I promise next season with Spencer, I'll be more open-minded. So yeah, Lauren's just kind of like, you know, Heidi has to get over it because Jason and Jordan are good friends. But in season two, Lauren's like, I hate Spencer. I'm never going to like Spencer. He did a really messed up thing. I won't get into that yet. We're not there yet, Kelly. Slow down. So the episode starts with Lauren and Heidi going into a golf store, I guess, a sporting goods store to find golf clubs. And the whole time they're complaining. Both of them are just like so annoying and complaining the whole time. Golf clubs are really expensive. And I believe that they want to get Callaway golf clubs. I know nothing about golf. I go to like Top Golf and to the driving range and I'm like, just give me like the big driver so I can whack the ball as hard as I can. That's all I care about. Even when I worked at Dick's Sporting Goods, I'd walk into the golf area and be like, I don't know why I'm in here. Goodbye. I knew I was in there because I had a crush on the guy who worked there, but that's not the point. Heidi asks Lauren what they're doing for Jason's birthday, and Lauren says they're going to dinner. But the girls are just very stressed out. Like, the whole scene, the whole scene gives me anxiety because they keep talking about, like, how expensive the golf clubs are, then how's Lauren going to surprise him, and if she has to work, how is she going to give it to him during the day? Instead of like, obviously, she's not going to give it to him at night. I don't know. The whole scene stresses me out. So these girls must have been like super stressed out for it. But it just kind of ends with them saying Jordan can help with the big surprise. And then we go into unwritten. And I'm so bummed. I, I did say this, like, I think maybe first episode. But I'm watching on Hulu right now. The Hills is on Hulu. I believe it's also on Amazon Prime right now. But unwritten isn't in it. Like, there's no opening credits and I like unwritten better than come clean so I'm a little sad because I had to listen to come clean like 40 times (laughs) and I don't even get to listen to unwritten once so after the stressful golf club fiasco we're in the fashion closet and Whitney says jeans are addicting like the g that she says in addicting is so intense 
she's like, whenever there's new jeans, I just need to buy a new pair. You know what I mean? And Lauren's just like looking at her like, I guess. I own like two pairs, maybe three pairs of jeans. Is that bad? (laughs) I did just order two pairs from Old Navy, so... I guess I'll have like four, but I've never understood how someone has like 16 pairs of jeans. It's it's crazy to me. But Lauren asks Whitney what her schedule is and what she has to work this week. And then Whitney says she has class until noon on Wednesday, so she can't work on Wednesday or something like that. But Lisa comes in, Lisa Love, and she basically tells Lauren that she has to work on Wednesday as the lead assistant on a shoot. That's exciting, right? Like, that's what Lauren wants to do? Wrong. Lauren is, like, overly bummed that Jason, that she has to work on Jason's birthday. And again, that's just what you do in the real world. And I will tell you, if, like, you took a shot for every moment she brought up Jason's birthday during this episode, you would be blackout, like, six minutes in. So if you want to have a drinking game, there you go. There it is. Every time Lauren says, it's my boyfriend's birthday, just take a drink. You'll be drunk, I promise. But you would think she'd be excited to be like the lead assistant on a photo shoot, right? Like that's what she wants to do. But no, it is Wall's birthday and she wants to be there. So now we are back at the apartment complex and it's nighttime because nothing makes sense for the hills. We have Audrina and Heidi in the pool, which is kind of their thing, like their little nighttime swims with one another. That's kind of what they do, okay? So that's a Heidi and Audrina thing. And eventually it becomes an Audrina and Justin Bobby thing, one of the hottest scenes of all of the hills. But we have so much to cover before we get there. So we find out that Audrina has a date with a kid named Danny, and all we know about him is that he's hot and he's a model. Heidi, of course, asks about Brian, and Audrina's like, eh, we didn't take it to the next level, which means no thank you very much. And they kept saying that Brian and Audrina hooked up, but Brian said they never hooked up. So just another false storyline. But at the very end of the scene, Audrina goes, we'll see how long this guy lasts in her Audrina voice. I don't do Audrina's voice very well, but I really hope that you understand. (laughs) I don't know. I like Audrina so much. I really, I liked her in this version of the Hills. Like, she was cool. She was brunette. <laughs> I think that's why I liked her so much. I'm like, yeah, brunette. That's not like sleeping with other people's boyfriends or like boring. <laughs> I guess she was a little. Audrina's actually super boring, but like not like, I don't know. People thought like Christina and Morgan were boring, but Audrina is boring, guys. Okay. I just had to get that out, but I like her. I don't know. It's so confusing. If you look at like all the cast members, they're all pretty fucking boring, but I still want to be them. Like even at 28, I'm like, I wish I was that cool. Okay. So Jason walks into Lauren's apartment and like falls on a beanbag and Lauren breaks the news that she has to work on his birthday. And he's like a dick about it. He's just kind of like, oh, okay. Like so rude. And she goes to kiss him and he kisses her back. And she's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, yeah, it's whatever, as Jason did. Okay. So that that was just like a quick little moment. So Jason knows that Lauren can't be there for his birthday, like during the day only. They're going to go out to dinner. They're going to have fun. But Lauren has a job now. I don't know what Jason was doing. I guess just like being paid to party, right? Before Instagram influencers, these influencers actually had to go places like to nightclubs to be paid for appearances. I don't know if influencers I I would assume Instagram influencers still get paid to go to clubs and nightclubs to this day it's such a crazy concept like thinking of these people who were peak fame peak fame I'd say like reality tv stars and they didn't really have any of that I guess they went to clubs and everything 
But they got away with a lot more than like I say reality TV stars can get away with now. So Danny comes to pick up Audrina and she's talking to Heidi on her landline. Okay, it's one of those it's not even a cordless phone. It's, it has a cord attached to it. And it's like one of the big bulky white ones. Do you remember what I'm talking about? You know exactly which one I'm talking about. I remember when my mom got a cordless phone. I thought it was like so cool. But cordless phone's batteries would die so fast. <laughs> so I automatically dislike Danny. Like he has a middle part. He has guy lights in his hair. And not like not cool guy lights like like Nick Lachey or Mark McGrath. Like gross guy lights. And he calls her baby like she opens the door. He's like, hey, baby. (laughs) And then he says, fancy seeing you again. I'm like, Danny, stop it. You're so annoying. That's why I took so many notes this episode because I'm like rage writing about Danny and how much I don't like him. (laughs) But Danny, we find out he wants to model and act. And that's kind of their whole conversation. Like before they got in, it was kind of weird. Like um, I almost said Heidi. Audrina was like, oh, it's so nice. And he's like, it's been nice all day. And she goes, oh, well, I only went out during my lunch break. He goes, oh, right, you have a real job. Like, none of these people other than Audrina and Lauren have jobs. What do they all do? That's what I want to know. What do they really do? So they pull up to El Coyote Restaurant, and Danny starts talking immediately how his friend got drunk and showed off her new boobs. Like, she got implants, and then when she got drunk, she took her shirt off to show off her new boobs. And Audrina's like, (laughs) okay. And then he says he needs to check his machine He needs to check his machine. So they're just sitting there for like, I would say over 30 seconds of silence. And she goes, oh, you must have a lot of messages. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I was my agent, you know. He has a salad delivered and she has a quesadilla. And then Audrina's like, how long, what happened for your last relationship? And he goes, what do you mean relationship? And she's like, our last, I I don't know. (laughs) Audrina's like, I hate this so much. And then Danny says he's never been in a long-term relationship. And then Heidi calls, and I'm going to play this voiceover. And there's like a little awkward like silence during it, but it's necessary. So I just want to give you that heads up. Like when you hear there's nothing, I promise there's something at the end. And you might not be able to understand it, but I'll tell you what it is. So get ready. Here it is. Pick it up. Sorry. It's okay. It's the right thing to do. Hi. Are you sitting with him? Yeah. Okay. So I'll say something. If he's really cute and sweet, then tell me that the food is great, okay? Okay. How's the food? So it's a little greasy, but... Oh! Okay, well, call me after and definitely meet up with us. Okay, bye. Sounds like a party. Yes, he did in fact say this salad is like a party. My God. Like if I was on a date with someone and they said that, I'd be like, actually, you know what I would do? I'd be like, what do you mean by that? (laughs) I need to know more about how this salad is a party. So, I mean, it's just terrible. I hate Danny. It's a bad date. And during this time, I am pretty sure that she was dating Justin Bobby because I remember the producers, I, I don't know where, it was probably on the look back thing. And they were like, we kept kind of parading all these dates for Audrina, but she was dating someone who didn't want to be on camera, and that was Justin Bobby. All right, so that's the end of that date. Now we are at the Bella restaurant with Jason, Jordan, Heidi, and Lauren. 
and Brian and Audrina are meeting up with them, and Heidi lets them all know that Brian has no idea about Audrina being on a date. And during this, Heidi is, like, slurring her words hardcore. It's crazy, and it's kind of funny because I gave you guys shit, like some of you guys, about how, like, you didn't realize how drunk they were during Laguna. I didn't realize how drunk they were during the hills. So I take back all my criticism of you because now I'm living that. I'm living that like realization that, wow, they were wasted a lot. And I guess I always thought on the hills they were wasted. But like dinner and Heidi slurring her words, I was kind of like, oh, this is this is something I wasn't expecting. But Brian ends up joining and then Audrina follows immediately after. And of course, Heidi immediately asks about the date. And Audrina's like, it was fine. But we all know it was not fine, Audrina. The narration, you know, and they're like, narrator, it was not fine. That's what would happen right there. She's never going to see him again. And Brian looks jealous, but Audrina's like, you know, he's a model. And Brian goes, that means he's gay. Like, it's just such an early 2000s thing that people used to say. And thankfully, a lot a lot of people have grown and have kind of turned away from using that terminology, which I think's great. I know a lot of people call me snowflake, whatever. It just, it's called growth. <laughs> But it's so weird, like, hearing that. And then a lot of times they use the R word, which I'm not going to say. But, again, it was just such, like, a, a part of culture where everyone said it and nobody blinked an eye. But, obviously, now we don't say that word. But, yeah, that's kind of the only part of the dinner date. Like, nothing really happens other than that. So, I guess producers are just trying to let Brian know that, guess what, Brian? Your time with Audrina is donezo. Next morning, Lauren goes to her internship and she's very busy. She's lining up shoes, sneakers, pumps. She's steaming clothes. She's kind of doing everything that she needs to do. And of course, my man Blaine asks her about the golf clubs. Good old Blaine. I wish Blaine had more airtime. And Lauren says she did and she got cheaper ones. And then Blaine's like, what are you doing tonight? Because Blaine had to play Whitney's role in this moment. Lauren says, oh, we're going out to dinner. Are you going just the two of you? No, we got a big group. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's the whole conversation. Lauren's at the shoot, right? So Jason is going golfing with Jordan and Brian. And Jordan hides the clubs in his trunk to surprise Jason. And he's like, Jason, can you grab my gloves? They're in the trunk. Jason opens it and he sees the clubs and he goes, are these from you? And Jordan's like, yeah, of course. Like they realize he realizes it's from Lauren. But he's super pumped and calls her. And thanks her over and over again. He's like, you shouldn't have done this. These are too expensive. And she's like, is it what you want it? Because, <laughs> you know, when she talks to guys that she likes, her voice changes. And Jason's like, yeah, babe. Yeah, babe. And at the end of the conversation, I picked this up, which I thought was kind of interesting. She says, I love you. Bye. And all that he says is K. Bye. Jason does not say I love you back to her. I don't know if you guys think it's a red flag. Obviously, you don't need to always be like, love you, love you, love you, love you. But I mean, she just bought you fucking clubs and you said you love the clubs, but you won't say you love her. All right, Jason. So that that scene happens. And then Lauren keeps saying, you know, she's sad she has to miss Jason's birthday. But you're not missing his birthday. <laughs> like you're missing the day part of it. Yeah, but you're not missing like the whole birthday. Another thing I've noticed with the Laguna and Hills world, if the boys aren't playing basketball, they're golfing. So we have a little montage of the boys golfing and... Brian's really bad and he plays it up. You know, Brian's the big goofball. He's so funny. And Jason and Jordan are like the cooler guys. And then that's it. That's it. It's like Jason and Jordan are like, if you sink this ball, we'll give you $20. And Brian misses. Of course he misses. He's so crazy. All right. Back to the photo shoot. Lauren is stressed at work because again... It's her boyfriend's birthday and she gets invited to the last part of the shoot, which is at a beach. And Lauren's like, do I have to go? (laughs) 
And know what this girl, I don't, I didn't catch her name or anything, but she says, you don't have to be there if you don't care. Like what a shady thing to say, but obviously like if you care about your job, you'll go. And Lauren's like, I'm not going to go. I have to go to my boyfriend's birthday. And she leaves. It's like fucking Lauren. (laughs) But I will say, I think Lauren genuinely cared. I think that she wanted to like have a good day with Jason so she could make sure he was coherent for the dinner. And the next scene is Jason and Lauren walking through the parking lot. It's concerning because Jason is obviously fucked up. (laughs) Again, it's one of those moments where I'm like, wow, he was really drunk. And I feel like that's going to happen a lot. So I'm just going to like put that out there now. I feel like I'm going to say this a lot and bring this up a lot, but I'm going to play the awkward clip of them in the car. It's a long clip, but it's worth it for the awkwardness. And again, there is some like silence. So it's nothing wrong with your podcast app. It's nothing wrong with your phone. It's just the clip. Watching this, I'm like concerned though because he's driving and you can tell Lauren's just like, oh fuck. Like Jason doesn't want her around to be real. I think Jason like liked having a girlfriend, but obviously he wanted to go out and party and he's in Hollywood and that's what he wants to do in LA. So they get to the dinner and there's obvious tension. I mean, you can tell just by that like clip that there's going to be tension. But we have Jordan, Heidi, Audrina, Brian, the guy who always wears a black beanie. I don't know his name. I think it's Kevin. I've always like wondered who he is and I've tried to Google it. I'm pretty sure his name's Kevin and he was like a well-known promoter. I could be wrong with that. But know who else was there? Kendra and her douchebag boyfriend, Tyler. Or then douchebag boyfriend. I think he's a reformed douchebag now. But here's some fun facts about Tyler. I don't know if you guys watched season three, but if you didn't, he's basically Scott Disick before Scott Disick became the likable dick. Like when we all hated Scott Disick, that's who Tyler was. But now Tyler is clean and he gives Jason a lot of credit for being clean. He sings music. He his um Instagram handle used to be Ramblin Hillbilly, but I can't find him on Instagram anymore. I'm going to try and find him again. But he used to have like wild stories because he lived in like a one room shack in the middle of, I want to say, Alaska or like Canada. I don't know. But he was trying to he was like staying sober and that's how he was staying sober was getting away from California. So good for him for that. Like 100 percent. The one room shack in Alaska, like he like I said, he go live a lot and it would just be like him with light from a fire and it was just kind of like a little weird to watch but he's back in California and what's funny is the night that I was gonna stay at Kendra's house I saw him (laughs) like I was at Oak Street Lookout and I was like oh my god that's Tyler and of course I'm with Callie who's never watched Laguna Beach 
and has no idea what I'm talking about. And I showed her a picture. I'm like, that's him. And she's like, yeah, that is him. And then I took a picture of him and sent it to Kendra and Cammie. I'm like, is that Tyler? And they're both like, oh, my God. Cammie, Cammie was like, that's like seeing the Loch Ness Monster or Sasquatch or something. Like, <laughs> it's a sighting. But he seems to be good. He seems to be doing great. And we love that for him. But yeah, you see Kendra for like a blip. And at this dinner, they're passing around either a wine or champagne bottle. It's like a big ass bottle. They're all pouring. And we find out that Audrina was a Hooters girl. Like someone's pouring a drink into her glass and she goes, you have to tilt the glass. I was a Hooters girl. That's how I know that. And Heidi quickly says that Audrina was the hottest Hooters girl ever. And Lauren's like shook. She knows someone who worked at Hooters. Like, you know, that is like shaking her to the core. She's trying not to act judgmental, but she's like, oh my God, someone worked at Hooters. I don't know what I'm going to do. Hooters is really good. Hooters has really good food. I will say that. I've only been like two or three times, but their wings are very tasty. So Jason ends up disappearing into the bathroom and Lauren's annoyed or she's upset. Like you can tell on her face that she's not very happy. But Heidi asks if Lauren's okay and she says no, but she's not going to fight with Jason on his birthday. And Jason ends up like sitting on the opposite side of the table and he's like, what, babe? Just being friendly. You know, ugh. Jason's awful in this episode. He's so awful and he's like so fucked up. And someone asked me what I thought he was doing in the bathroom I mean, I know Jason said he did a lot of coke, so I don't know, maybe coke, I don't know, but like he's clearly messed up. He can barely stand after dinner. He's like leaning against his car and Lauren's like, I'm not going to go out. And he's like, okay, well, I am. It's just, it's sad. It's a sad moment. Lauren looks really defeated and he just gets into the back of some like silver car and drives away. And Lauren goes home with Jordan and Heidi and that is the end of the episode. Again, we're reminded like, oh, maybe she can't change the bad boy. Is she going to take him back? What's going to happen next episode? And that's how it ends. That is it, guys. But it is like sad. Like (laughs) she got left and she was like trying so hard to have a nice birthday for Jason who just didn't give a fuck. It's sad. It's an, it's not a great episode. It's a, I mean, it is a good episode. Like, it's actually, like, one of the most drama-filled episodes that we've gotten in season one. So before I get into, like, the questions and everything people sent in, I want to talk about Misha Barton because I am fucking worried about our girl Misha. We have been rooting for Misha since the Hills reboot, right? Like, she, I know she was my favorite part of the reboot, but I feel like the last, like, two or three episodes, she just wasn't in it at all. Or she was in it for like a second. But she does not seem well. Her her and her boyfriend broke up and it seems like she's spiraling out of control. She posted a picture about like getting bangs and being single, which totally cool. Like, yeah, you get bangs when you break up with someone. Me, I don't like the size of my forehead, so I have bangs all the time. But I was kind of like, oh, like, okay, she's single. And then like more Instagram stories started to come out and she just doesn't look great. Like her eyes look very sunken in. She looks very pale. She has bags under her eyes. I did put up a post if you want to see the pictures I'm talking about. I am worried about Misha because we all remember her meltdown of like 10 years ago. Maybe, maybe not even 10 years ago, like maybe 2010 when she was like fighting with her neighbors and stuff. We don't want that to happen. Like Misha, you're on the up and up. You're on the Hills reboot. You're one of the favorites on the Hills reboot. Like girl, you got this, I promise. Okay. So yeah, I am genuinely worried about Misha Barton right now. Another thing that came out and this is like really gross. Did you guys see T.I. like what he does? T.I. who has like nine children or something and cheated on his wife a shit ton. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. You know, I need to do my allegedly song when I say things, but he goes to the doctor with his daughter to make sure her hymen is intact. And I am sorry. That's fucking disgusting. And I don't know. And like the it's crazy because the host of the podcast 
who did it. I, I don't remember the podcast name, but it's two women and they apologize because they like laughed. They, they, it was an uncomfortable laugh. It wasn't like, ha ha ha. Like, that's perfect. It was like, what the fuck? Like, it, I don't know. I, I'm completely like, I get why they did that laugh. And obviously, T.I. is like a big guest to have on your podcast. You don't want to be rude to him. But also, that's like the craziest, grossest, most controlling thing I've ever heard. And also, your hymen can break like from riding a horse, riding a bike, playing sports, like literally anything. But T.I. is canceled. And I don't love cancel culture, but for this one, I'm going to say he is canceled. <laughs> Somebody did ask me to talk a little bit about Haley Bald, I guess Bieber now, Haley Bieber. I don't know about that whole relationship. Like, she seems like she was his biggest fan. And she's pretty. So, I mean, she's beautiful. So that helped, right? Like, <laughs> like, hey, I'm your biggest fan. I'm also like an 11 out of 10. So what's up? And I always thought it was weird how quickly he got with her after Selena. Like, she just seemed like a rebound. And then they got married. And I was like, all right. There are a lot of blinds that Justin has, like, meth issues. Allegedly, Justin Bieber uses really hard drugs and all this stuff. Again, these are just, like, celebrity gossip blinds. They could be wrong. They could be right. Take it for what you will. But Justin Bieber doesn't look great. Like, he has scabs all over his face. And it's more than acne. I know he has bad acne, but it's more than that. But ever since Selena released that song, it seems like Haley's like going crazy on social media. I'm like, girl, button it up. (laughs) Pull it back. Don't do this right now. Don't do this to yourself. So fun fact about Selena Gomez. She actually is a big partier as well or was a big partier. I don't know if she still is. But my friend who works in um, the radio, like she works for radio. She worked at a radio station in Boston. And she wanted to take pictures with Selena like she interviewed her in her dressing room or something. And there were a ton of like Jack Daniel bottles like homegirl chugged Jack Daniels. And, you know, hopefully Selena is in a better place now, obviously. Being a child star, somebody actually next week I'm going to talk about child stars. Okay, I'm going to make a note of that right now. So I remember child stars because I have a lot to say about child stars. But one thing that I did want to bring up is Justin and Selena. I think they were really toxic together. I think that they got together when they were really young and tried to like hold on to that. But obviously you grow. And do you remember like Justin Bieber was caught in like Brazilian brothels and someone like filmed him sleeping after they had sex? Like crazy things happened in 2000. Was it 2010, 2011? But there is a video of Justin and Selena in this area of L.A. called Skid Row. And if that is not the correct term, I'm sorry. I looked like everywhere to see if that was like an outdated term an outdated, you know, like to call the area. All I saw was Skid Row, but it's like a really, really bad area of L.A. I don't know if you remember like when um, Zac Efron, before we found out he abused drugs and alcohol, he like broke his jaw (laughs) and he said it was from slipping in his bathroom. And then he like, I don't know, something kind of came out about his drug issues. And then he got caught on Skid Row, like fighting with a homeless person. And he just said that like, he his car broke down on the bad part of town or something crazy like that. And then it came out that he ended up like being sent to rehab for cocaine addiction and alcohol. But anyway, Justin and Selena were spotted on Skid Row trying to buy drugs, allegedly, allegedly trying to buy drugs, but definitely on Skid Row. It never ended up on TMZ. So I'm wondering if like Scooter or whoever runs Selena's publicity paid them not to show because I think it's on Radar It's on like two fab like those ones that you don't click on because you're like, oh, it's just clickbait. No, this is real. If you look up like Justin and Selena Skid Row, you'll get a weird video. And yeah, so they weren't they weren't a good couple together. And I hope that they're better 
apart. I like Selena's song, the um, Lose You to Love Me. I didn't like the other one. Like she came out with that like poppy one. I guess they're both poppy. You know what I'm talking about? Like the dance one. I'm like, oh, there's the Selena I don't like. <laughs> Last thing I wanted to like talk about for pop culture stuff is the Heidi picture. Heidi just posted a picture the other day of her like in a blue gown, almost like Cinderella type gown, chugging a bottle of wine next to Gunner. And I don't know if it's like triggering to me because my mom's an alcoholic, but I feel like they drink a shit ton around their son. And that's just my opinion. We all have them. (laughs) I mean, you guys might not think it's bad, like whatever, like everyone's going to parent differently. But that picture just like rubbed me the wrong way. Maybe if it was a glass of wine, it wouldn't have bugged me. But like bottle swigs next to your toddler, I was like, oh, Heidi, do less. So yeah, that's how I felt about that picture. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Go to her Instagram. Let me know what you think. And one thing, I haven't like been posting a lot of controversial stuff on my Instagram lately. And I don't know why. I used to do it more. I just, I'm not here to fight people anymore. Like it's really tiring. (laughs) So yeah, that's why I haven't like posted about very cavalry stuff. I only do it in the podcast because I feel like it's a little more, not secret, but sacred here. And you guys know stuff before anybody else. So that's exciting, right? And somebody asked me if I could talk about more very cavalry stuff. That's all I got. Everything I've said before with like Reagan not being on the show, Matt no longer being on the show, Kelly no longer being on the show. That's really all I have right now. Um, Maybe I'll find out more as like the season comes closer, but they've been keeping pretty tight lipped about certain things. So we'll see. I know that they just filmed the season finale in Italy. So like Brittany and Colby weren't there. It was, I don't know, Kristen and her little friend posse, like Justin, Pippi, Justin's boyfriend, Jack. A few other like Jay was there, obviously. I think there were like two more people, but I can't remember. But they were all in Italy and that's how it ended. No idea if it's going to be picked up for season four. I guess that we'll find out. I'm when when Kristen started the show, it was picked up for three seasons immediately. So that is the weight of Kristen Cavallari's name because she is a big deal with she's a big deal like with reality TV and now with her jewelry line and home goods and like baby clothes. She has a lot of shit going on. Like Kristen Cavallari, her name holds weight. Whoever, like, I don't care what you say. You could be like, oh, she just did Lagoon in the Hills. Like, no, she's, she packs a punch. Like if you say Kristen Cavallari's name, people know, people know who that is. Okay. So now I'm going to get into some of the questions people sent me. They're always anonymous. Just so you know, I'll never like say who asked me a question. So don't be nervous to ask like, really personal things, whatever, whatever. Like it's always anonymous. Somebody asked for some work party advice, a Christmas work party advice. My only advice to you, I have two things. Do not get too drunk and do not sleep with a coworker. That's my advice. I think if you don't do either of those things, like you're in the clear, you're all good. Okay. So Boston versus Nashville. I think I've talked about this before, but it's been a while. Like I said, I barely remember what I talk about on episodes. <laughs> I swear I black out during these and just like go and talk. But it's they're two totally different cities. Um, Boston, people aren't as friendly. Um, it's harder for me to drive in Boston than it is in Nashville. Like if I have to drive through Boston, I'm going to have a panic attack. I hate driving through Boston. But upside to Boston, there's a ton of history, really great food, awesome public transportation. Nashville has zero trans- public transportation. They have a bus, but nobody really uses it. Lots of Ubering and lifting. And if you do come to visit Nashville, the city's a lot bigger than you think. Like you're going to spend a lot of money on lifts and Ubers. So just be prepared for that. But I, I do miss Boston to a point. I miss certain things. 
But I didn't really go into Boston all that much. I, I lived like 20 minutes south of Boston. And then I when I, I moved after high school, even further from Boston. So I was usually in like Plymouth, always downtown Plymouth, always causing trouble there. Boston is a really pretty city, though, in Nashville. Nashville has its charm, too. So they are very different, but I love them both. Somebody said that they're 30 married with no kids and how they can like get over people judging them. You know what? Fuck those people. They don't need to know your life. I'm 28 and single. So fuck anyone who has anything to say negatively about how you're going to live your life. It's not like you're hurting anybody. You're just doing what you want. And that's what you should do. So yeah, that's my advice. (laughs) As long as you're happy with your choices, that's all that matters. As long as you're not hurting anybody, whatever, like do whatever you want. Try and be as like... (laughs) real to yourself as you can be that's what I'm gonna say like fuck those people be as real to yourself as you can be and that's that I guess it's different because I'm not married so I don't have like any pressure in my life (laughs) everyone's like "Mm, never getting married so it's fine you're doing fine like you're you're totally fine everyone lives their life at a different pace and if you look at how other people are living their life it's just not going to be great for you so these next three kind of like all kind of intertwine with one podcast advice do it just do it like (laughs) my first three episodes maybe more than three my first like whole first season of this was rough and I'm aware of it like you just learn from your mistakes and that's that I think as long as you find the topic you want and even if it is like broad pop culture even dating advice somebody will want to hear it um I would suggest making an Instagram to go along with your podcast and maybe even a Twitter just so like you can have a cohesive brand across all social media platforms. That's what I would suggest. But I like doing it like this where I also ask you guys what you want to hear. And it's kind of more of a community thing rather than just me telling facts like me being like, oh, this, this and that. OK, that's it. I, I like that better. That's just how I feel. But I started my podcast because my cousin passed away. Basically, I kept saying I'm going to do one. I'm going to do one. I'm going to do one. And then my cousin passed away when he was 24, like very sudden, very oh, like really bad. And I was like, you know what? I just have to do it. Like, stop making excuses. Stop saying you're get over your fear and just do it. So the next thing is um, advice to start an Instagram. My Instagram is really different than, say, Callie's Instagram or Shannon's Instagram or anyone like those are just the first two names that popped into my head. But I did mine all on pop culture, all on Laguna in the Hills. I'm sorry, not just pop culture. But one thing I did do, and this is another question somebody asked confidence to grow a page and kind of become the face of a page. When I first started the page, that was never what I wanted to do. I didn't want people to know who I was. I didn't want any of that. But then when cast members started to kind of reach back and forth with me, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to do it. (laughs) Like, I'm going to have to show my face. I'm going to have to just get over it. And people can be mean. People call me ugly all the time. Like, whatever. It just is what it is. But it is not easy to grow an Instagram page. It, I mean, people will say like, oh, you got lucky. I'm like, no, I didn't get lucky. I put a lot of work into it. Finding pictures, finding funny or putting together funny captions, not finding funny captions, but and then having people kind of like what I'm posting and then bringing my own personality into it and hoping people liked me. And one important thing is you're not going to please everybody. And that's where I still have issues. Like, I want everyone to be happy. Not everyone's going to be happy with all of my posts. Not everyone was happy that I kind of not stepped away from Lagoon in the Hills because that's still in very cavalry. Like, that's still the core of my page. But I like posting other memes. I like posting other shows because I was starting to hate Laguna. Like, I didn't like Laguna anymore. I didn't want to talk about Laguna. I was getting burnt out. And I talked to Danny Pellegrino 
And he was like, you need to branch out, like just branch out and you'll do fine. Basically, he's like, people will unfollow you, but people won't unfollow you. You just have to kind of do it. So I I got really lucky that a lot of people stayed and that my memes that aren't Laguna or the Hills or very cavalry do get traction. Like I'm really thankful for that. I don't know. It's just been tough. And I kind of went through a weird like I'm not going to even think the world word while I'm doing this, but I drank a lot when I really like put myself out there when I first came out as Laguna Beach like this is what I did I got wasted let's get drunk like let's just go 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 and it got to the point where I was like fuck I'm always drinking now like I need to not drink that much and I feel like a lot of you have noticed that I've pulled back a lot on that and I don't need to be drunk to do a story now I don't need to and I do like to go out like I do like to go out and have fun but I don't need that like I can just put up a picture of my cat and people will be like oh like I love her (laughs) and that's really cool too it's cool that I've been able to pull away from just being like a loud drunk alter ego to you guys you know listening to me on a podcast talk about me being vulnerable about different things so I will say like how my page has become it's really cool and I think I'm one of the really really lucky ones because I have such a cool community that follows the page and that is also open to new ideas and new things So (laughs) I guess going back to advice to start an Instagram, pick something you really love and go with it. And don't, again, going back to like the the other advice, like don't give a fuck what people think. I thought people were going to make fun of me about liking Laguna still. And guess what? They did. But you just, you continue to go. And I I used to post like four to five times a day. So that's how I really built my following, I guess, by posting so much. And then, of course, cast members and and all that stuff and word of mouth and, and all that kind of help grow the page as well. But it's a lot of work. <laughs> and if you want to do it, I suggest trying it. Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't. I'm just a random girl from South Shore, Massachusetts, who liked Laguna Beach, made a page, and then was able to do some really cool things with it and hopefully continue to do some really cool things with it. So it, no one's like, I don't know. It's not like just make sure you're willing to put in the work. I will say that like it is a lot more work. And there are times where I'm like, fuck, my numbers aren't growing. Oh, my God. Nobody like this picture. Oh, my God. Do they hate me now? And that's that's a me issue. I don't know if everyone has that issue, but I say grow organically, too. Don't buy followers. It's not cute. It's not a good look. (laughs) Lauren would be like, that's not cute. (laughs) The last thing somebody asked me about, I kind of, I almost didn't talk about it because it is kind of like a down subject. But if you, if somebody asks this, I assume they're kind of going through something. So I did want to give my advice. And this is all just from me, like personal advice, personal experience. I am not a doctor. I am not anything in the way you deal with something isn't going to be the same as the person next to you. So this is how I deal with like relationships with addicts in my life, right? I've talked about it before. I'm starting to become more open about it. And I think it's because Jason is like so open about his recovery that I want to kind of lend my voice if I can to a point. Again, I'm not an expert. This is just my own advice. If you're handling it differently, like there's also nothing wrong with that. Every like I said, everyone handles shit different. Okay. what I've had to really do when I started getting into Al-Anon. Al-Anon helped me a lot. Al-Anon is adult children of alcoholics and it's a meeting. It's a support group. A lot of people don't want to go. I didn't want to go. 
but I knew I needed to do something. I was so angry at my mom. I was so angry at my cousin. I was so angry at everybody in my life that it was ruining other relationships in my life. And it was ruining me. Like I was drinking a lot just to prove that I wasn't like my mom. No, no, no. Like that's that's like a whole different psychological thing. But Al-Anon helped me a lot because it made me realize I wasn't alone in this. And one thing that one of the women said that stuck out to me is like, you're the crazy one. That's how you feel. You feel like you're the crazy one. When you are running around sniffing their drinks, making sure there's no alcohol in it, you look like the crazy person. But you're not. And they're not either. They they have an issue. And and I do believe addiction is a disease. I know not everybody believes that. And again, if you don't believe it, totally fine. Like I don't want to, I'm not trying to sway your opinion in any way. I'm just, again, this is just how I feel. I went through a lot with my mom. I went through a lot with my cousin who unfortunately now he passed away last year. And one thing I had to do with both of them was disconnect. I didn't talk to my mom for maybe four months once because she was really upset I was going to Al-Anon. She didn't understand it. She thought I should just move on. And it's not that easy. And unfortunately with my cousin, we were like brother and sister growing up. But it just, things change. Things happen in life. And I had to completely disconnect from him until four days before he passed away. Like just out of the blue, I went home for Christmas. And I was really lucky that He showed up at my mom's house and we hugged it out and we were cool again. And then the next week I got the call that he passed away. So I am really happy I had that closure with him. And and I was able to get there because I worked a program like I worked how I felt. I didn't just look at him and I was like, you know, what? fuck you for ruining this relationship. You know, that's not what it is. And it's a lot of give and take. And even with my mom to this day. Like, I will be so mad at her because I know she is not as sober as she says she is, right? Like, that is something I'm very aware of. But that anger, it doesn't help the situation. Luckily, I live far away now. I can hang up the phone. I can say, hey, mom, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to talk today. Like, I'm too tired. Hang up. And one thing I do a lot is I write. I love to write. And what I'll do, and this might help you with anybody in your life, I write letters You know, I have written letters to my mom, to my dad, to my best friend who I'm fighting with, to my brother, to all these different people. And then it's out there. And then you just kind of like crumple it up and throw it away. Usually I reread it twice, crumple it up, throw it away. So if you're like upset with someone, don't do it. Don't text them. Just like write a letter, read it. And there have been times where I've held on to a letter for like a few days and I'm like, okay, I'm over it. I don't want to send this letter. I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I don't know if that helps. Like, I guess I'm just kind of rambling per usual, but the addiction part is, is tough. And I think you need to, you, you focusing on you is not a selfish thing to do because growing up, you're taking care of somebody else basically, but it's not a selfish thing to be like, Hey, I need to take care of me now. And that's a really hard step. But once you make that step, you're going to feel so much better. I suggest Al-Anon and therapy. It helped me a lot. I know a lot of people don't want to go to group therapy. Totally understandable. Like it is very frightening. Like when I first went, I was so scared. But you also don't need to talk. If you just want to go and sit there for a meeting or two, you never need to talk. You can just say pass or, you know, I think you might have to say your name. Maybe not even say your name. I don't really remember because I always said my name. But it took me maybe like three or four meetings to talk and I didn't speak every meeting so I mean dealing with addicts in your life is always going to be really hard especially if they're really close to you and it's it's a fucking exhausting thing so I give you a lot of credit for for being you but even if you don't deal with an addict in your life everybody has shit going on 
Everyone has something going on. And I just, I want everyone listening to focus on yourself for even a day, even two days. It doesn't make you selfish. If you need to focus on yourself and make sure your mental health is in like intact so you can help other people, that is the way to go. Doesn't make you selfish. And I promise, I don't know if I even helped with like that ramble, but addiction is a bitch. Addiction is something a lot of people deal with in their lives, whether whether you're an addict yourself or whether someone you know and love is an addict or, you know, your best friend's mom who you saw dealt with that addiction growing up. It's hard, but I think like taking a step back, looking at yourself and taking care of yourself is really important. And like I said, disconnecting with them. Nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with not picking up the phone. It's hard. It's really hard. But but yeah. Maybe maybe I'll talk more about addiction. Like I feel like I just I I didn't write anything down for this. I just kind of went with what was in my head because that's the best way to do it. Like you just have to go through the motions and you have to go through those emotions as well and let yourself feel those emotions. Always let yourself feel emotions. Okay, well this was kind of a sad way to end it. <laughs> yeah, I mean somebody asked about rom-com life. No rom-com life other than Tim fucking two cubes away from me now and the other day someone was like <laughs> so this is actually kind of funny maybe this will end on a high someone was like um you should real someone should make money off the drama that happens here and like I rolled out of my cube and I was like I do on my podcast <laughs> and Tim's face turned like bright red I'm like I know you fucking listen okay all right I just wanted to end on like kind of a funny thing instead of like the heavy thing again all my own experience like my own personal beliefs and all that never gonna push that on you guys but if you if you know someone who's struggling with addiction and doesn't want help they don't want help you can't help someone who doesn't want help so also remember that all right well I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week um next week there's still a bunch of stuff that people ask that I didn't go into happy to talk about that next week sorry I didn't end it on kind of like a, a hard note but I hope you guys have an awesome week thank you so much for tuning in and tuning in every week and I love you guys and I mean it okay bye